This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. When you think about the process of building a house, the image of a wooden frame with no roof might come to mind. But not all houses are built that way. Some are built in a factory, transported to a lot in several pieces, and then assembled on site in a fraction of the time and price of a more traditional house. And this is why some believe modular homes are part of the future of affordable housing in Chicago. Josh Braun is the CEO of Connects Modular Construction, and he joins us now for our weekly series, Chicago Innovators. Hi, Josh. Welcome to Reset. Hi, Sasha. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. So your company is designing, building, and installing these modular homes all right here in Chicago. Can you tell us more? Yeah, we're very excited. Connects was started a year and a half ago, and we're finally getting underway into production. Uh, it's kind of the initial design uh, concept between myself and Paul Tebbin, who's my architect and, and partner. Okay. Um, and we really wanted to create a product that was designed, you know, well-designed, cost-effective, and, and could help solve the, one of the affordable housing problems here in the city of Chicago. Well, there's this uh, misconception, Josh, that because modular homes are built more quickly, that maybe they're not as high quality of homes as, as traditional ones. Can you respond to that? So whenever I hear that, I tell people, I said, imagine if you took a crane and tied it to your house and picked it up and shook it around and moved it around and put it back down and see who you'd end up with. So that's kind of the simplest visual that people get into their head very quickly. So our, our, our product is designed to be picked up, moved around, transported, and then put into a site. And so in reality, uh, we're, we're metal frame construction. So we're building with a product that you could build a multi-story structure with for a single-family home, which is very un, untypical. So it really allows, it's really actually a significantly more robust uh, home than a standard site-built home. Well, dig into that for us. Tell us how exactly they're built and then how they're installed. So we start our, our day, we start literally like, uh, start like with a kit of parts. So essentially it's, it's all metal framing. Um, so essentially instead of a wood two-by-four, you have metal. In this case, we build out of what's the equivalent of a two-by-six. And essentially it comes out as a kit of parts um, that's all engineered. And we, the, the parts are brought in. We assemble them into wall panels, floor panels, ceiling panels. It becomes uh, a giant cube. And then the cube is filled with all the, the different stuff, so the drywall, the electrical, the insulation, uh, ductwork, everything that a house is needed. And then each single-family home is made up of 10 cubes, if you will. And the cubes are transported to the site in a, in, in a couple of hours, and we erect the entire structure start to finish, we typically start around 7 a.m., and we're typically done by around 2 p.m. Wow. for a single-family home. That's pretty neat. And these homes are more energy efficient than traditional homes. Is that right? Yeah. So we exceed energy code significantly. Um, because of the way we design it, we actually have a continuous layer of rigid insulation board that goes on the exterior. So you can think about that. A typical house has insulation in the wall, but because of the way we design it, the rigid insulation board actually acts as like a, an additional blanket. So you actually have your, you know, you have your insulation in the wall, and then the rigid, the continuous rigid board actually really makes a huge difference. And then on top of that, we we upsize the insulation in our roof, and so the energy, the whole point of the structure and the concept is to really provide. And because it's affordable, um, we really want to make sure the houses really operate long term in a very cost effective manner for the end user. So even though we're dealing with the developer currently, we do want to make sure we're keeping the end user in mind. Mm-hmm. So um, it's a 100% electric home. We actually have eliminated gas currently on the coast. I know in Boston, for a fact, they, they don't actually build with gas anymore. You can't even use it anymore. Mm-hmm. 
So we, we've already talked with ComEd. We're trying to fast forward that here. Because they're affordable, you know, the gas, uh, you know, in the summertime, your gas bill can be 75 to $100 a month, for even if you're barely using it. And for a lot of the, the people that are buying these homes, that's, that's a lot of money for them. Yeah. And so just eliminating one bill can make a big difference for somebody. And so that combined with the heating system, we've worked with environmental engineers to really kind of create a heating system and an insulation system that, that is hopefully uh, should be long-term very cost-effective for the homeowner. Very interesting. And, and they're beautiful. These homes are very sleek. The design is, is, is stunning. What were you going for in terms of design? Oh, well, thank you. That's really nice of you. So we, when Paul and I got together, when we started this originally, one thing that always kind of bothered us is you drive around the city, you know, you can sort of see like, oh, that, that's an affordable house, or that was a, you know, a product that was designed for, you know, specific purposes for affordability. And that's something that we, we wanted, we didn't want it just to be high quality, but we wanted it to be well designed. We wanted to use thoughtful material. Um, you know, people are very, very into brick. You know, that's always the traditional Chicago brick. And, and the truth is, is that, which it is, I mean, I live in a brick house and brick is beautiful, but it, it's expensive. And so there, as you go to other places around the country, people are building less and less masonry, not because there's anything wrong with it. It's a wonderful product, but it's expensive. And so if you're trying to build a more cost-effective product, there's lots of other alternative materials that have really come into the market just in the last couple of years. And so I think that that's, that's a lot of what modularity really focuses on, is that we've been building homes for the last 200 years the same way, mm-hmm. but, but, you know, the car you drove in is not a Model T, and the computer you're using is an Commodore 64, so why should your home be still built that way, right? Yeah. And um, it's not to say it's really important. Modular is one tool in the arsenal for affordable housing and even for building, right? There's still always a very good argument for a stick-built home. Um, but we just believe there's other alternatives, and, and we feel that this is a good way to get to really help with the affordable housing issue. And your intention is also, Josh, to, to offer communities different designs, but it's not so easy to do. Is that right? Yeah, the, 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 the issue with modular, the pros and the cons of modular is that when you do a site-built home, you know, you meet with the architect, the architect comes up with your concept, and then you kind of design it to meet your needs. Here, you're kind of looking at everything kind of the reverse. So the, the issue with modular is we have, we have our design, and then in order to tweak it, it becomes, it becomes complicated. Not complicated, but, you know, you still have, you go, have to go through a new set of process. And so it's not a matter of just you know, taking pen and sketching it up and redoing it. Because it's a whole system, the system has to be redesigned. And we've been very, very lucky. The city of Chicago has been amazing to work with. The building department has been phenomenal. We've gotten great feedback from the housing and the planning department. They've been just been so supportive uh, for what we've been doing. And so we really do try to listen to them and take their feedback and then try to make, make improvements. And so the issue is we're, we're a really young company, and we're, we're getting a lot, a lot, a lot of um, – feedback and calls and so we're, we're trying to keep keep up with a lot of that and so some of that is trying to get the designs moving when, as soon as we can but you know we have a lot of demand and so we're trying to to keep up with the demand and and so some of that is is it's time consuming what's the feedback you're hearing um people like it I, you know we it's it's really i think the coolest part is on delivery day you know, you show up, the, the, the coolest part is people drive by, you can tell they clearly have been through that intersection or that spot in the morning in the forest in the morning. It's just, it's just an empty pad, right? It's an empty site. And they drive by, you know, one or two o'clock in the afternoon later, and you can see, like, they're, 
they're like, what the heck just happened? There's a house here. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and, and so the feedback is, is really cool. We're, <clears throat> we're very honored to be working with uh, the Resurrection Project in the back of the yard, the Lawndale Christian Development Corporation in Lawndale. And really the feedback on the community is, is I think, is that people really, really like it. That's part of what we started when we initially got underway is we met with the organizations and they brought in they brought in people living in these communities to give real-time feedback. And so a lot of the designs and the concepts are really based around the feedback that we've gotten from the neighborhoods. Mm. And, I mean, and it's always, you know, I, we, we, I believe you can't, you can't make everybody happy, but we're trying to. Um, but, and, you know, so I think that some people love the design. Some people, I think, want a much more traditional home, and I think yeah. that's what makes the world go round, right? We all have different opinions and and as I said, we're we're one we're one solution. We're not the solution. Right. Well, I, I mentioned this at the top, Josh. But make the connection for us. How can modular homes be used to create affordable housing? So I think one of the biggest reasons why there has not been more workforce housing, right? So I think it's really important that we distinguish. Um, Mike Drew, who's 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 we're working with for structured development, has he's made this point multiple times that. A lot of people say affordable, and I think that runs right towards sort of the very low end of the spectrum from a pricing standpoint. And really what's lacking is really the attainable housing, so the workforce housing, but really for the, you know, the working people of the city or any city in the, for that matter. And that's what, you know, people, have, it's really easy to build, you know, really low-end housing or, you know, low-income housing, and it's really easy to build luxury housing. But the biggest issue is when you're trying to hit that sort of middle middle of the road workforce housing and really provide a good quality product, you have to. I think the biggest issue that has happened or has plagued developers is that there's, you know, the margin and the profit margin on that product is very small. And so, in order to really make it work at that price point, you need to build in volume. And I think that that's where modular starts to make sense at this okay. price point, is that we can build you know multiple structures at a time. And instead of a project maybe taking, you know, a year and a half, two years, we can do it in months. And then all of a sudden the, the, the financial component starts to make a lot more sense. I think that's where modular starts to play really well at that price point. If you're just tuning in, that's Josh Braun. He's CEO of Connects Modular Construction, discussing how uh, modular homes can play a role in creating more affordable housing here in Chicago. Uh, Josh, you've got a background in commercial real estate, how did yeah. you even get interested in that career path? Uh, well, I'm third-generation Chicago real estate. Uh, my grandfather, uh, many, many moons ago, was a, unfortunately he's not with us anymore, was a real estate attorney. And I started out literally, um, I was my, when I was in high school and college, my job, I was literally the janitor for my family's buildings. Uh-huh. And I learned literally start from the ground, and I started working. Worked your way up. Worked my way up and literally uh you know, a lot of people, I got a chance to work on a lot of really cool buildings and fix things and get involved in it. And um, slowly but surely kind of worked my way up and um, started building some large, larger projects. And I connected with Paul Tevin uh, on a project, and he's a really very talented architect. And we kind of got together one day and started talking about modular construction and, and the fact that and I don't, don't quote me on the exact amount, but, you know, 70 to 80 percent of the lots are basically rectangles. And so it started to make sense, like, you know, if they're rectangles, then you could put rectangles inside of rectangles. And so modular started to make sense, and we were lucky enough to reach out to the city for a random meeting, and uh, Deputy Commissioner Carl Byrd uh, connected with us, and he was very inspiring. And he said, you know, you should run with it. You know, get back to me. It's a cool idea. Get back to me. And um, 
and he was very patient. And every couple of months, we would we would reach out to him, and then he started bringing in Hal Hutchinson and other people with the building department, uh, Robert Folstrom, and they were very supportive. They were like, "Yeah, just keep coming back with ideas. When you mm-hmm. when you get it, you know, we'll we'll, we'll let you know." And um, and sure enough, we kind of we kind of came up with a concept, and the, the building department, as I said, has been very supportive. Um, we're very honored to, to have the, the support of the city and what we're trying to do. And um, we we randomly connected with the Resurrection Project, and mm-hmm. they kind of took a leap of faith on us to help us with our prototype. And they, in turn, connected us with Lawndale Christian Development Corporation, who took another leap of faith on us. And now um, we are where we are. And as mm-hmm. I said, we're, we're here to help be one tool in the arsenal to help solve affordable housing. Yeah, so you sell these finished homes directly to developers. How much does one of the homes cost for a home buyer? So, so to so for the home buyer, I can't, I don't know really how to say how to respond to that because the developers, each developer has different financial components because okay. of, because of the way they structure it. Um, so, I think I think the 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 easiest solution is we we run around our product runs around three hundred thousand dollars. To 275 to, to 325, and that's that's sort of as of pricing, as of like this moment. Okay. Um, but I think that that's it's important to note that given market conditions and where things are at, that prices are moving up and down. And our goal is to really try to keep it cost effective based on the market and 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 the needs of the of the users and quantities and things like that. It's it's um, not a, it's not a straightforward. You know, we we charge five dollars or something like that. Right, it's not right. A straightforward dollar Understood. figure. Yeah. Well, just about 30 seconds left with you, Josh. Tell us briefly just what's next for you and for the company. Well, we're really here, as I've said from the beginning, we're really here to help help try to solve the problem. So we've been talking to several different groups that are looking to expand the affordable housing needs around the city, and we are committed to helping them and getting them going and hoping to get involved with the different communities that we're working in and, and, and build houses. Absolutely. Building houses. That is awesome. That's Josh Braun, CEO of Connects Modular Construction. Thanks for your time. Sasha, thank you. Appreciate you having me on the show. Want more context on the top issues of the day? Find the podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen.